Hello and welcome to another episode of A Bad Bitch and Politics. I would like to apologize but not apologize because I did record um, an episode last week but I wasn't feeling it. I, I mean, I recorded a whole episode and I'm listening to it and I'm like, you know, I, I'm not feeling it. I'm not sure if it's because my enthusiasm I could tell it wasn't there. I was um, on PTO. I've been off work since I don't remember when. Like, not last Friday, but the Friday before it was my last day of work. So I've been off for like a week. Um, anyways, I decided not to post it because the energy wasn't there, the enthusiasm wasn't there, and I was not about it. So, I also knew, hang on, I have to crack open my... Hopefully it's not too loud in the mic. Sorry if it was. Um, I knew something bigger was going to happen and I'm like, let me hold off because as soon as I post, some BS happens. Also, disclaimer, this episode may include foul language and yeah, sorry. I always have to give a disclaimer because... There's some parents out there that are like, hey, I listen to you in the car with my kids. I listen to you at home with like kids around and I, I need a disclaimer or a warning. Uh, so I'm just going to do that. Anyways, big stuff has been happening since like I recorded that last one. Oh my goodness. So let's start off with stuff that has been in the background. Maybe you heard about it. Maybe you didn't because and it seems to me like anything that happens like overseas with foreign countries it kind of gets pushed to the back burner and we don't really hear about it we hear about it for like maybe two minutes and then we're like okay like how does that affect me you know what i'm saying so we're actually going to talk about russia and ukraine now if you may have heard on the news um russia was you know we it was speculated that they were getting ready to send troops into ukraine and for those of you that don't know, Ukraine is an ally of the U.S. Um, you may have heard me talk about it on my Mornings with Joss episode last year during the second impeachment trials, I believe, because Trump denied um, Ukraine supplies when they needed it, and it hurt them. It was a big ordeal. If you want to talk about it, let me know on the side. Um, anyway, so Russia, there was speculation, they were sending troops into Ukraine, and Biden basically told, um, all, all of our other allies, like, hey, uh, whatever you have that Russia utilizes, you know, different resources, um, this and that, uh, if they do this, we are not going to supply them with those resources. So, it kind of made them back off a little bit, from my understanding, in a nutshell, and it was so funny because at the gym, uh, they always have CNN on one screen and Fox News on another screen. And on the Fox screen, it was basically backing up Russia. Like, Russia is just securing their borders, like what Biden should be doing. And they, like, spun it into this story and it's like why are you guys like supporting russia right now and then you glance over at cnn which i'm not saying cnn is your go-to news network i'm just saying what i like relating to you what i saw i glanced over to the cnn screen and they are talking about the build back better situation and it's like 
okay, huge difference. Obviously, Fox News always tries to push, um, like, these exaggerated ideas that trigger Republicans slash Trump cultists. Um, so what they were doing were, um, ah, I can't talk. What they were doing was spinning this whole Russia-Ukraine thing into a, well, Russia can, can send people down to, like, secure their borders, and Biden is not doing that to us, and we have all these immigrants and criminals and blah, 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 and it's like, why are you pushing and continuing to push this false narrative? It's just so wild to me how there's two networks total different stories and the way fox news was spinning that one was like okay so if you do go to a gym and they have the screens up with the different channels um pay attention you know if you think about it just glance up and just look at the captions on each screen and it's trust me it'll be like okay that's way wild like you can tell where each network is like trying to go with their stories. You can tell each network, you know, what they're trying to trigger, what the, what emotions they're trying to bring out of people, um, and it's just very interesting to see. So that was we kind of went off the trail a little bit. I am not surprised, um, but that is the story with Russia and Ukraine for now. We'll see what if anything transpires or um you know if anything happens with russia and ukraine we shall stay tuned of course we are going to discuss the january 6th investigation happening um they have i need to look this up they have interviewed like i think it's literally a hundred or more witnesses and of course you have seen Mark Meadows uh, was subpoenaed. He did turn over some documents and then randomly and strangely said, like, I'm no longer participating. So obviously now he is the next in line to get indicted and charged um, for failing to comply with a subpoena. And the list is going to continue to grow, I am sure. I just don't understand. Like, we had an attack on our Capitol building in the U.S. And we have people who are unwilling to turn over what they know to help us figure out and get to the bottom of it. Because why? Obviously, because they're guilty of something. Some, they are covering up for something. And we all know, I believe, obviously, Trump is the center of it. I mean, it's kind of obvious. But we still have to go through these, um, I don't know what you call it. We still have to go through these motions. We still have to go through these steps in order to do everything correctly and constitutionally. So it's unfortunate that it's taking forever and it's going to take a long time. But it's just so wild that we have people who claim to be patriots hiding an attack on our capital, like this whole thing that was planned. Oh my gosh, speaking of planned, they literally discovered a legit PowerPoint presentation. I know, I also giggled, giggled, um, but they literally discovered a PowerPoint presentation on how they were going to overturn the election on January 6th. It's wild, I'm going to attach the link because you have got to read about it. It is it will literally blow your mind. 
And another thing that would literally, will literally blow your mind are all the text messages from different high-named people, I guess you could say. I don't know why I said high-named, but it was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, All these people that texted Mark Meadows on that day telling Trump, like, hey, he needs to tell them to stop and go home. Like, all this stuff. I'm actually going to play for you a little clip that they were reading of these text messages. It is literally going to blow your mind. Hang on. Members of Congress, the press, and others wrote to Mark Meadows as the attack was underway. One text Mr. Meadows received said, quote, We are under siege here at the Capitol. Another, quote, They have breached the Capitol. In a third, Mark, protesters are literally storming the Capitol, breaking windows on doors, rushing in. Is Trump going to say something? A fourth, there's an armed standoff at the House chamber door. And another from someone inside the Capitol. We are all helpless. Dozens of texts, including from Trump administration officials, urged immediate action by the president. Quote, POTUS has to come out firmly and tell the protesters to dissipate. Someone is going to get killed. In another, Mark, he needs to stop this now. A third, in all caps, tell them to go home. A fourth, and I quote, POTUS needs to calm this shit down. Indeed, according to the records, multiple Fox News hosts knew the president needed to act immediately. They texted Mr. Meadows, and he has turned over those texts. Quote, Mark, the president needs to tell people in the Capitol to go home. This is hurting all of us. He is destroying his legacy, Laura Ingram wrote. Please get him on TV, destroying everything you have accomplished, Brian Kilmeade texted. Quote, can he make a statement, ask people to leave the Capitol, Sean Hannity urged. As the violence continued, one of the president's sons texted Mr. Meadows, quote, he's got to condemn this shit ASAP. The Capitol Police tweet is not enough, Donald Trump Jr. texted. So what you just heard was Representative Liz Cheney reading the text messages um, that Mark Meadows provided of all these people telling him to relay to Trump, tell him to stop, tell him to go home, as you heard. But it's so wild that this is not enough to criminally charge Trump. Because, and why I'm saying this and thinking this, is not because I despise Trump, but because you have a former president of the United States standing by as our capital is attacked, doing absolutely nothing. Just basking in all the craziness, being proud of all those people, and just selfishly being silent. And as a result, people died. And that is where it gets serious. Yes, we can joke about like 
different stuff, but it's so serious because people actually died that day and Trump sat by, sat by and did absolutely nothing. His own son couldn't even text him for some reason. I still don't understand that. His own son had to text Mark Meadows to relay a message to his own dad. And that to me is telling. And like I said, we are going to be hearing more and more about people who are going to get subpoenaed, people who are, I'm sure, going to, you know, they're starting to grasp it. They're grasping at anything. Like, some of the excuses are executive privilege, like we've heard. Obviously, we know that executive privilege does not apply to these people. Um, Somebody said that they were going to um, plead the fifth, and somebody... Yeah, there's just different excuses is what petty little excuses to try to prolong this, try to get them out of it, and they just need to face it. They need to own up to their part, and we just need to get to the bottom of this. We need to solve how everything led up to that day and everything that transpired on that day. And obviously, once again, it's because Trump is in the middle of it. I mean, we all heard him. I literally watched it live on television that day. I remember it because I was at work and I was watching it live and I saw Trump tell people to march down to the Capitol, fight like hell, and that's exactly what these people did. So I feel like I'm just a broken record at this point repeating myself, but whatever. We'll see what transpires What transpires, and who else gets subpoenaed and decides to not comply, get indicted, get charged, and all that crazy mess. I also wish that, like, I didn't have to continuously talk about COVID and the vaccine and all the craziness going on with that, but Omicron is getting serious. Um, I know that it seems like the past three weeks, for me, Everybody is getting COVID. Everybody is getting sick. Somebody I know is at a hospital dying right now. He's in his 30s. He was, you know, healthy. What healthy is in America. Um, It's just so sad. And it's so sad to see people continuously not take it seriously. And at first, I'm like, you know, I'm bouncing back and forth in my head, like, yes, it is your choice to get vaccinated or not, but it's also starting to affect other people. Like, when your decisions affect the health and safety of other people, I feel like that's where I draw the line. Um, Before, I, I literally was like, yes, you have a choice, it is your right to say yes or no, but I'm like, dang, you're really affecting others health putting others at risk and can you still get covid while you are vaccinated yes obviously but it mitigates the seriousness and severity of it and i know i've said this before and i'm going to say it again a majority and it still stands today a majority of people hospitalized with covid are unvaccinated once again People who are hospitalized due to COVID are unvaccinated. So that means that people who are vaccinated who get COVID, yes, you can still get COVID, but your symptoms are way less severe. They, you know, it looks like 
a majority of the people who are vaccinated are not getting hospitalized and dying from COVID. Am I saying it's impossible? No. But it's like me with my birth control. I take birth control so that I don't get pregnant. Am I saying I will never get pregnant because I'm on birth control? No. It just aids in the prevention of me getting pregnant. So it's just so crazy. I'm getting so annoyed. It's getting closer and closer closer to me. And I know I'm doing everything I can to slow down the spread, mitigate the severity of it. And I know others aren't doing the same. And it just so, it, it just gets to me because there's a good selfish and a bad selfish. You know, a good selfish is bettering your life for yourself, making those self, um, selfish decisions. You know, I up and moved to Chicago in 2017 or 2018. I don't remember. Um, and the person I was seeing at the time said that was selfish. Well, yes, it was selfish, but I was bettering my life. You not wearing a mask, getting, you know, claiming it's your freedom and your right is completely selfish in a negative way. You are putting people's health at risk. And during the holidays, I, my family, we've been doing what we can to not spread COVID. We have been getting tested regularly, um, vaccinated. There are a few people in my family who are unvaccinated, but we are getting tested. In fact, um, some family members had to go home before Christmas because you know, there was um, a contact of a person who was tested positive and we took action immediately. Did it suck? Yes. Did we want to spend Christmas together? Obviously. My family is huge and we're close. So it really sucked, but we did what we had to do to stop the spread. And I just know that other people are not giving me the same courtesy. And in a way, it's a form of disrespect to me. Um, I'm terrified to go back to work after being off because I know people at work probably have not been doing anything to stop the spread. They haven't been wearing masks. They haven't been getting vaccinated. They've been seeing family members. They've been traveling. Have they been getting tested? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I've spent um, 180 to $200 on COVID tests during the holidays to make sure I was, you know, in the case of me being asymptomatic and having COVID. I just wanted to make sure. And I just get so frustrated when I think of all the people not doing the same for me. It's like, they don't care about my health. They don't care about your health. They just care about their freedoms in quotes. And it's so frustrating to continuously see false information online about vaccines. And there's people I know that are like, I'm not getting the vaccine because it's too early to know what it does to your body. And they were saying that when it first came out. It's been over a year now, I think. I think it's been over a year or we're approaching a year. How, when is it going to be okay for you to be like, okay, it's been out long enough. I can see it's doing good. So I'm going to get it. Like, I feel like at this point, people are just making excuses and sorry for the ramble but let's bring it let's bring it in um and talk about tying it to politics because this is a political podcast 
how ironic that Trump is now claiming that vaccines are great. Like, everybody should get vaccinated when he himself, in the beginning of this whole COVID thing, downplayed it. He downplayed everything. He downplayed masks. He downplayed vaccines, even though he got vaccinated. And now all of his supporters are like, what do we do? Because we thought that he was against it and all this stuff and uh, the irony and everything else is just so funny. Oh my goodness. Um, Moving on because I am so tired of talking about COVID and vaccines, but it needs to be talked about still because people still are not being responsible. Anyways, one of the big things that happened over the holiday weekend, and like I said, I had a hunch that something was going to happen, and something did happen. Let's talk about it. Like the last podcast episode, we talked about consequences for your actions. And, well, would you look at that? If it isn't this guy's consequences for his actions, Mr. Jared, I don't know, shh. Schmeck um, told Joe Biden and Joe Biden while they were on the phone making Christmas calls to children, mind you, he told them on the phone, let's go, Brandon. Why Republicans have to use a phrase to say, fuck you, Joe Biden, is beyond me. Why we have adults who are like literally grown-ass adults that have to use a phrase to like cover up what they're saying because they think it's cute and funny is beyond me. Anyways, so Jerry Schmeck, Schmeck, sorry, can't say his name right, um, literally said, let's go Brandon, at the end of the phone call. And well, let me read from you an article from NPR. He says, I have nothing against Mr. Biden, but I'm frustrated because I think he can be doing a better job. I mean no disrespect to him. Okay. (laughs) I know that Trump cultists are not the brightest light bulbs. I I understand that. But um, how is telling somebody to go fuck themselves or fuck you or some variation of that, how is that not... uh, disrespecting them i just a question um also i have nothing against him but i'm frustrated because i think he can be doing a better job what would you like what what are you referring to please explain let's talk about it what what do you want him to be doing a better job at like i i just don't get it and i couldn't help but to initially in my brain think what would have trump what would Trump do if somebody was on the phone with him on Christmas, like he's calling kids, wishing them a Merry Christmas, and somebody said, fuck you, or fuck Trump, or whatever. He would have immediately started going off on Twitter, going off on this person. Of course, the Trump cultists would have been attacking him, or them, sorry. Um, but what did Joe Biden do? absolutely nothing in retaliation and it's so nice it is such a breath of fresh air to have an adult president be mature like it's so nice anyways back to the thing at hand 
of course, Fox News and people are saying that Democrats have now doxxed him. Um, let me just say this. Jared literally recorded himself, put it on his own YouTube channel, put himself out there, and did this to himself. These are the consequences of his own stupid, immature actions. Welcome. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're going to be stupid and say stupid things, face the consequences. <sighs> well, that was the biggest news over the Christmas weekend. The irony, the everything is it's just so funny to me when it happens. Well, that is a wrap on this podcast episode, and I wanted to end by talking with you all and saying that I did get accepted into graduate school, so yes, congratulations to me. Um, I am going to be using my podcast as an outlet to get my mind off of school and work because I will be working full-time as I go to school. This is probably a mistake, but it is what it is. We're doing it. Um, So... There should be no hesitation. There should be no lags. If there's something where I can't get a podcast out to you all, I will notify you all. But other than that, I hope you all are enjoying your holidays. And remember to go out there and be the baddest bitches you can.